welcome to the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Come on, we're talking about fixing our heart, having a heart that is fixed on God, having a heart that is established in God's word, having a heart that is prepared, prepared in advance that no matter what happens, no matter what comes my way, I will serve God. No matter what happens in this life, come on, you can't convince me otherwise. God is good, he is faithful, his promises are yes and amen. Let's go, right, with a fixed heart. And tonight, we're going to be talking about a passionate heart. How many of y'all ready to set fire to your heart, right? Come on, set fire to your heart. We're going to talk about a passionate heart, a heart that is on fire for Jesus, a heart after God. You know what? I can bring all the hype. But you got to set your heart aflame. You got to stir up that gift. You've got to fan the flame of your heart, right? You got to get passionate about the things of God. You got to get passionate about the word of God because the word of God is alive. And you know what? It's alive in you. It's alive in me. It's alive in us, right? It's alive in us. Paul said in 2 Timothy 1.6, Therefore, I remind you, who? You. Look at your neighbor, say you, yes, you, even you. Come on. I remind you to stir up, kindle the embers of, to fan the flame of, to keep burning. Let's go. Who are we reminding? Who's Paul reminding? He's reminding Timothy, but I'm reminding you. And you better remind yourself, right? Keep it burning, the gracious gift of God, that inner fire. Man, do you guys remember when you first received Jesus? Do you guys remember when the word goes out and it impacted your life and you were never the same? We need to fan that flame. We need to bring to remembrance the word of God is alive in me. Bring to remembrance his promises. They're yes and amen, right? Fan that flame. That is in you by the means of laying on of hands. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment, personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. God did not give us a spirit of fear. God did not give us a spirit of fear. But what did God give us? Come on, he gave us his power. He gave us his love. He gave us the mind of Christ. He gave us a sound mind. How many are ready to walk in a sound mind? To have wisdom for every situation that comes to you. Wisdom for your family. Wisdom for your finances. Come on, wisdom for your health. Wisdom when it comes to leaving, going right, going left. What are we doing? Wisdom, wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom, let's go. He gave us a sound mind, sound judgment. How many of us are living with consequences because we didn't make sound judgment choices? Hello, wake up. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. You fan the flame. He said, you stir up the gift. 
Stir up the gift. Fan that flame. Bring to remembrance. You kindle the embers, right? Anybody seen a fire going out? You just blow on it, right? You fan that flame. Throw some. You know what I want? I want some straight up uh, uh, gasoline on it. Just boom. There we go. What is that? Uh, the fluid. Just that. Come on. I want to put some of that on the scripture, on the word of God in my heart, in my mind, right? How do we do this? By fixing our heart, our soul, fixing our mind, fixing our emotions on Jesus, on his word, right? Fixing our heart, fixing our mind, fixing our emotions on the word, on victory, on freedom, on our future, Guys, it's time to get fired up, right? Not just her, oh, yeah, she's so on fire for Jesus. That girl's been on fire for Jesus. People come, people from high school, yep, that girl's on fire for Jesus. Are you on fire for Jesus? Come on, you got to fan your flame. You got to stir up the gift. I can bring the hype, but you got to hype yourself in the Lord, right? You got to hype yourself. You got to get passionate. Get excited because God's word is alive and it comes alive when you dive in. Dive in. You ready for the best adventure of your life? Get in the scripture. You ready for the best novella of your life? Get in the scripture. You got some crazy stories. You're like, what in the world? Be careful when you put that Bible app on story time. You're like, like I can't go to bed to that. That's crazy. Y'all, if you don't know, you, you need to know, right? We got to get fired up. We got to get passionate. And we got to get excited about the things of God. We got to get excited about coming to church. We got to get excited. We got to get, you know, get passionate. Get excited. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. What more do you need, right? Power, love, sound mind. But what is the Christian church lacking? Power and love and anxiety all over the place. That it should not be so. It's just proof that we don't have a revelation of God's word. It's just proof that maybe we quote a scripture, maybe we got it memorized, but we don't understand it. We don't walk in it. Walking with power, love, and sound judgment, with a well-disciplined mind, with the abilities to have self-control. That's the fruit of the Spirit. That's us walking in the Spirit. Not walking in the Spirit. No, it's walking in self-control. Walking in love, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, right? The revelation of this fires me up. It gets me so excited, right? What are you fired up about? Anybody? What are you fired up about? What are you passionate about? Ask yourself, what am I passionate about? Because what you're passionate about, let me tell you, that's what you're thinking about the most. What you're passionate about, that's what you're thinking about. You're meditating. You've got that thing on repeat, repeat, repeat on your brain, on your mind. And that's what you're speaking about. What you're thinking about, what you're passionate about, that's what you're speaking about. Whatever you think about the most, come on. Ask yourself, what am I thinking about the most? It could be a scary place. But we got to take inventory, right? We got to take, somebody's got to, it's got to be you, you. <laughs> because you're the only one that knows what's going on in there. You and Jesus, all right? So we got to ask ourselves, what am I thinking about the most? <laughs> am I thinking about food? 
I got food on the mind and my mind on the food. And anybody else, what are you thinking about? Is it stress? Stress, is that all you have on your mind? Stress, stress, stress. What are you thinking about the most? What are we thinking about the most? Is it family? Is it money? Is it the future? Is it fear? Is it anxiety? Is it approval? Do they love me? Do they accept me? Will they like me? What are you thinking about the most? Is it acceptance? Is it social media? Like you can't even put your phone down for five seconds. You know, it's like, oh, oh, what's going on? I missed it. And you've got so many social media apps. You've got so many, um, uh, what is it, fake apps? Or not fake apps. What do you guys call it? <sighs> fake accounts. You know what I mean? you got a fake account so that you can go and troll and scroll. But we know it's you. You know it's you. And God knows it's you. You're trying to manage all those accounts, and whoops, you done went um, peeking on the wrong account. You double tapped and hearted and liked something on the wrong account. Whoop, wasn't me. That was you. What's on your mind? What are you thinking about the most, right? Is it bills? All you got is bills on the mind, bills on the mind, stressing you out. Is it school? Oh, I'm never going to get out of here. Is there any somebody that work? Work, 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 work. Is it body image? That's all you're thinking about, all you're focused on. Is it purpose? Is it God's love? All that you're thinking about, all that's consuming you. Is it God's acceptance that he accepts you, that he loves you, that he approves of you, that he will never leave you, that he will never forsake you? Come on, what are you thinking about? Is it God's will being done in my life today and every day for the rest of my life? Is it? What is it? Is it God's word? God's word on repeat, on repeat, that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, that you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are that. Come on. What's on repeat? What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? Is it God's goodness that he is faithful, that no matter what happens, God is good. He is more than enough, right? What are you thinking about? Paul said in Philippians 4, 8, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, all right, whatever is right, and let me tell you, it needs to be confirmed by God's word. You got some random thoughts rolling around in your mind? Is it right, and is it confirmed by God's word? Then you better take that thing captive, or you'll be taken captive by it. It's up to you. Come on. Is it whatever is right, confirmed by God's word? Whatever is pure and wholesome? Whatever is lovely and brings peace? Whatever is admirable and of good character, if there is anything excellent, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually, meditate, focus on these things. Center your mind around them and implant them into your heart. This is what we should be meditating on. This is, should be the filter of our lives. This is how, this is how we Take things captive to the obedience of Christ. We need to say, does this word line up? Does this thought line up to what God says about me? Does this thought line up to who God says that I am, right? This is how we fan the flame. This is how we stir up the gift. This is how we set a fire, right? Get passionate by centering our minds on these things. Not being double-minded, 
unstable in all our ways. No, we're single-minded. We are focused on Jesus. We are focused on his word, right? And we're implanting these into our hearts, letting the word of God be seeds that goes out and gets planted, implanted in our heart. We will garden out the bad and garden in the good. Double guard, guard your heart. Come on. We got to think on these things, right? Think on these things. This is how we're going to fan the flame. Sometimes you hear, fan the flame, but you don't know how by thinking on these things, meditating on God's word, being focused on it. That's how we're going to fan the flame and stir up the gift, centering our minds, planting this word in our heart, and continually meditating on things that are right and confirmed by God's word. Truth, honor, right? Power, love, sound mind, well-balanced mind. Think on things that are worthy of respect. Think on things that are lovely and pleasing to God. Think on things that motivate us and others towards a heart after God, right? We got to think on these things. Does this motivate me towards a heart after God or does this take my heart away from God? Like, there you go. Then, then change your thought, right? Think on things that build others up, right? Be great today. Be great today puts everything in perspective that right now, today matters. Today's choices matter. Today's thoughts matter. Be great today. Your tomorrow will thank you. Your future self will thank you. Your 50-year-old, 60-year-old, 70-year-old, 80-year-old, 90-year-old, 120-year-old self will thank you as you think on these things, meditating on God's word, right? This is what we should be thinking about. If you don't know, now you know. These are the things that we should be meditating on. Meditating when? Day and night. You know that you're already meditating day and night? You're already meditating on that stress, on those bills, on that class, on that homework, on that project, on that promise, on that miracle. You're meditating day and night. Let's meditate on the word. Let's meditate on the word, right? Let's meditate day and night on God's truth. Meditate day and night on God's power available to us, given to us. Meditate on on God's love day and night. Meditate with your well-balanced, sound mind, right? The word meditate, y'all ready for the word meditate? Come on, it's not like, hmm. No, you want to know what meditate is? Meditate is to roar, to moan, to growl. Have you ever been in the grocery store? Have you ever been in the car? Have you ever been somewhere and you're like, right? You're having a fight with your spouse, with your your siblings, with whoever, and they're not even there yet, but you already got that fight ready. Oh, and then when they say this, and I'm going to say this. I know guys do it, too, because we can see you guys. I mean, girls, we just do it with a bobblehead and everything. Like, you know we're coming. But guys do it, too. Like, hmm, And kids do it all the time when your parents walk away. That's when they do it. Yeah, my dad, I would be like, is he gone? Oh, yeah. Then I'm bad. Yeah, right here, and I'm not in his face. Uh-uh. 
But we're meditating. Do you see that you're meditating on the problem? You're meditating and you're making it bigger and bigger. And you're making the argument bigger and bigger. And you're making the fear and the anxiety. You're making that bill grow and it hasn't even grown. But now it's a million, trillion, bazillion dollars that you owe. It's $5.99. Calm down. But you see, when you're meditating, you're roaring, you're moaning, you're growling, you're muttering. You're plotting. You're, you're plotting out an answer. You're plotting. You're imagining. You're studying. You're speaking. That's meditating. Meditating, right? Let's roar the truth of God's word. Let's roar his precious promises, right? Let's roar his power, his love, his peace of mind that's already been given to us. Let's stop roaring fear. Let's stop roaring all the doubt and lies and unbelief. Let's stop roaring those. Stop meditating on those. Stop roaring every lie from the enemy that you'll never get out of this situation, that this happened to your mama, your granny, your, your them and them and them and whoever, whoever's yours, right? And now it's happening for you. All of a sudden, you start making up things. Oh, well, so-and-so and, -so and great-aunt died of this, and now you're like, ooh, what was that itch? It, it, does it run in the family? Stop. You better don't meditate. Don't be roaring that fear. Don't be roaring that doubt. No, we're going to ro roar the scriptures, right? Let's stop, stop roaring every negative narrative, right? Every negative words spoken to you, every negative word spoken by you, every, every negative word spoken over you, stop roaring them. Stop meditating on them, right? This is why it's so important to think about what you're thinking about. We have to think about what we're thinking about. We have to ask ourselves, what are we passionate about? What are we fired up about, right? Taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Because let me tell you, you sow a thought, you reap an action. You sow an action, you're going to reap a habit, right? You sow a habit, you reap a character. When you sow a character, you're going to reap a destiny. And it's either going to be for God, fulfilling his will, or against him. That's, that's the choices that you have. Not necessarily against him, but not fulfilling his will is still missing out on everything he had available to you. You got that all-inclusive. We have the availability to live in his kingdom. We are kingdom kids. We have the availability to have heaven on earth, and we're missing out. We're missing out. We're, we're, we're trading the truth of God's word for the lies of the enemy. That's, that's a, what a, not a waste of life, but a waste of life here on this earth. And that's not how it should be. No, we're not going to roar the lies of the enemy. We're going to speak the truth, meditate on the truth. Paul said in Galatians 6, 7, do not be deceived. What does that mean? That we can be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever man sows, that will he also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if what? If we don't lose heart. 
We don't lose heart. We take heart. We need to take courage, right? We need to, to fix our heart on Jesus because the victory already belongs to us. So don't lose heart. Stay committed. Stay faithful. Keep your heart fixed. Keep doing good because it's good. Keep doing right because it's right. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. It doesn't matter. You don't even know their season. You don't even know if they're in a harvest. They're in a reaping season because you have no idea what they've sown. It's, and you know what? It's none of your business. What's it to you, right? What's it to you? Jesus said in John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me, Jesus is saying, in me, you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you will have tribulations. <laughs> Why are we having tribulations? Why are we having trials? Why are we going through these things? Jesus said we would. We don't want, we don't want that promise. <laughs> you will have tribulations, trials, distress, frustrations, but be of good cheer. He's saying take courage, take heart, be confident, be certain, be undaunted, for I have overcome the world. Jesus says, I have deprived it of its power to harm you, and I have conquered it for you, because the battle is the Lord's, and he already won, right? He already won, the victory already belongs to us. The devil is already defeated. And all the devil has left is lies. He's the father of lies. He is a liar, liar, pants on fire. Right? That's all he has left is lies. We cannot trade the truth of God's word for a lie. Bound in bondage. And the gate is open. The door is open. Jesus already paid the way. Get out, right? Get free. But if we allow our mind to stay conformed to this world, we, we, we have to renew it. We've got to renew it to the word of God so that we can walk in that freedom, right? Don't trade the truth for a lie. Roar the word. Next time you hear yourself talking about the symptoms, talking about lack, talking about the negative, catch yourself. There's power in the tongue. There's power in your words. Words are seeds. And start to meditate and focus and think on the word of God. Start to speak the promise. Start to speak, I am healed. Start to speak, I am free. Start to speak God's word, right? And roar the truth. Paul said in 2 Timothy 1.6, therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 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 How many of you know when your mind starts getting wacky, anybody? Thoughts start going crazy. You've got to remind yourself, God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but he has given me his power, his love, and a sound mind, a well-disciplined mind. I have his wisdom. I have his understanding. I have the mind of Christ. Slow down. Take those thoughts captive. 
power, love, and a sound mind. God's given us all that we need right here in his word. We, we, we should be anxious for nothing, fearing nothing. Why? Because we have Jesus. Let me tell you, we should hear, roar, just like that song. What is that song? Lion. Roar, roaring the word. Paul said in Philippians 4, 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Doesn't that sound cute? Like, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. What does that mean? Guys, what does that mean? It means take pleasure. Come on, get passionate. Be excited about Jesus. Come on, rejoice in the Lord. Take delight. Take heart. Take pleasure in him. Again, I say rejoice in the Lord. Let your gentle spirit, your graciousness, your unselfishness, mercy, tolerance, and patience be known to all people. And what are we letting them know? That God is good, that he is faithful, that he is able, that he's getting us through to the other side. We may be going through the same situation, but God is good. We're not, we're not losing heart. We are taking heart. We are confident in his word. We are confident in his promises. And the people are looking at you like, what is it that you have? I have God's word. We have Jesus, right? Make this known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious or worried with fearful thoughts about anything. But in everything, every circumstance, in every situation, by prayer and petitions, with thanksgiving, continue to talk to God. When you're going through the valleys, when you're going through the storms, when you're going through the hard times, continue to talk to God. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever man sows. That he will also reap in due season, in due time, just around the corner. Don't give up. Take heart. Let's go. Continually talk to God. Make your requests known to him. And the peace of God, that peace that reassures the heart. Right? That fixed heart reassures the heart. That peace that transcends all understanding. That peace which stands guard over your heart and your mind. That peace of God is standing guard over your heart. It's standing guard over your mind. Right? Peace of God that is in Christ Jesus. It is yours. What do we need to do? Take delight. Rejoice in the Lord always. It's not just some religious word. We need to take action. Rejoice in the Lord always. Take delight. Get passionate about Jesus. Get passionate about his word. Get passionate about his kingdom and be anxious for everything. No. <laughs> be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. When anxiety, fear, pressure, depression, all of that is knocking at your door. You remind anxiety, fear, depression. No, I'm anxious for nothing. Anxious for nothing. Be fearful for nothing. Be worried about nothing. Because let me tell you, let tomorrow worry about itself. How many things you've been worried about, they work themselves out. Talk to God about everything, and his peace will reassure your heart. His peace stands guard over your heart and your minds through Christ Jesus, through Christ Jesus. Paul said in Colossians 3.15, Let the peace of Christ 
that inner calm of one who walks daily with him. Walk with Jesus. Talk with Jesus. Listen to him. He's a good shepherd. He's leading you. Know his voice. His voice sounds like his word, right? That controls your heart, deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace, indeed, you were called as members in one body of believers. And be thankful to God always. So we're talking to God, and we're thankful always. We're talking to God, and we're thankful always. We have that attitude of gratitude, giving him thanks, right? Seeing through the other side. Let the spoken word of Christ have its home within you, dwelling in your heart and your mind, covering every aspect of your being as you teach spiritual things and admonish and train one another with all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thanksgiving in your heart. Guys, we should be singing songs over each other. Like even if you can't sing, you know why you hear these babies? Like all the time, all they want to do is sing and dance. What happened? Stir up that gift, fan the flame. We should be singing praises over each other. Like I can't help it. I, I just get so excited when I see you. I'm like, gosh, you guys look so handsome. They're like, Miss Sasha, you always say that. I'm like, but you are, right? You are so beautiful. I'm so proud of you guys. God's doing big things. I'm believing the best. I know that he's got a plan and he's got a purpose. But do you know it? <laughs> do you know, right? Singing these songs because our heart is filled with gratitude. Whatever you do, look at your neighbor and say, whatever. Come on, whatever you do, no matter what it is in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence of him. Because without him, we can do nothing. Giving thanks to God the Father through him. Guys, walk with Jesus daily. Talk to Jesus daily. Depend on Jesus Every day, every hour, every second, every breath, right? Depend on Jesus daily. Let his word have its home in your heart. His, his word has home in your heart that his word is what's speaking over you. Not the negative narrative, not, not, not the negative report from the doctor, not this, not that. His word, his word his word covering every aspect of your life, allowing his peace to rule in your heart. Not fear, not worries, not pressures, only Jesus. Only Jesus is going to rule in our heart, right? I, I love this because I'm passionate about it. And I want to encourage you guys to stir up the gift, to fan the flame, to fix your heart on Jesus. Fix your heart on him. Establish your heart in his word. Keep your heart confident in his promises. Be fully dependent on him. Be committed to his will being done. Be determined that no matter what, God is good. He is faithful. He is love. He is the healer. And he has already won the battle. You have nothing to fear. You have nothing to be anxious for. Trust in him. Trust in him and fix your heart on Jesus. Amen? Today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, we're going to have fixed hearts. I love you guys. I love you so much. I hope you guys receive something from this series. Let's go. Amen, amen, amen. Love you guys.
Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you. Thank you.